the football world and specifically the commander's family take time to pay homage to a legend who has left us and the latest on the offensive coordinator search for Ron Rivera taking him out west. All of that right now on Locked On Commanders. You are Locked On Commanders, your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Commanders fans, we welcome you aboard one and all to the Locked On Commanders podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA 9 Plus app on your Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. We thank you for making us your first listen and view of the day. David Harrison is in Mobile, Alabama at the Senior Bowl. Continuing coverage there on Locked On NFL Draft. Uh, and as well, we're populating the episodes uh, on a nightly basis on the Locked On Commanders feed as well. You can also follow him on Twitter at dharrison82 and Sports Illustrated and SI.com's Fan Nation, part of Commander Country. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. You can find me and Pete Medhurst there 9 to noon Eastern time, Monday through Friday or anytime live or on demand on the Odyssey app along with this show. Again, when we're not here or there, we're on Twitter. I'm at Russellmania621, David at DHarrison82, the show at LO Commanders. Today's episode of Locked On Commanders is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick between two and six players. A little bit of a change. And if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. That's Prize Picks. Dot com and the promo code locked on. Thanks again for making us your first listen and view of the day. And we begin with sad news. On Wednesday evening, we found out that legendary general manager and NFL executive and member of the Washington NFL family and the man largely responsible, along with Joe Jack and Gibbs, for building such a tremendous football dynasty that led to four Super Bowl appearances and three Super Bowl titles. Bobby Bethard, Hall of Famer, has passed away uh, on Wednesday. He died uh, actually on uh, January 30th, earlier this week, uh, but we found out, of course, uh, on Wednesday night, February the 1st, so it, it has been a little bit of gap. Um, either way, Bobby Bethard was 86 years old, and he died from complications of Alzheimer's uh, disease, that according to his family and specifically uh, his son, Casey Bethard, who told that to the Washington Post. Now, um, I'm going to tell you that I never met Bobby in person, uh, never got a chance to talk to him. Um, I, I uh, just, unfortunately, our paths never crossed. Uh, the limited time that he was around when I was around, I just didn't get to, you know, say hello or talk to him or what have you. I think the last time he was at FedEx Field was back in 2016 uh, when he was inducted into the team's ring of fame. Um, and, 
you know, ultimately, I, I don't even think I was at that particular game. I was working uh, in studio, but but ultimately, um, while I can't speak firsthand knowledge of Bobby Bethard, I mean, I know everything that he did for this organization, uh, and I know what he was about. And it wasn't just this organization. It was the San Diego, now Los Angeles Chargers. It was the Miami Dolphins. He's credited, um, you know, again, with winning several titles here. Uh, and as well, <clears throat> building really the foundation for, he's credited with seven Super Bowl teams during his career. Now, the one area that I did, did get to uh, have, I guess some sort of direct relationship contact, what have you with Bobby Bethard was at the pro football hall of fame in Canton. I was there not for his ceremony, not for his induction, but right after that. And they had in the main atrium in Canton, they had the current year's hall of fame class. And there was Bobby Bethard. And they basically did it uh, at that time. I don't know if they still do it. It's been several years, uh, since I've been to the Hall of Fame, even though I, I go up to Kent regularly to see my kids who live there at about 10 minutes from the Hall of Fame, um, they they had that year's particular class basically in lockers in the main atrium, the main lobby, when you kind of first walk in and to soak up what was in Bobby's locker and to see all the gear and and the and the you know the memorabilia and the different artifacts that the Hall of Fame um, was able to put together and honor Bobby, uh, just tremendous. And listen, um, I, I know a lot of families and a lot of people are struggling from Alzheimer's. Um, you know, uh, people very close to me, uh, I'll just leave it at that, have gone through it and have suffered from it. And it is really, 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 really difficult to kind of watch your loved ones not be what they once were. And, you know, it is something that is taken very seriously. Uh, and it's something, unfortunately, that, you know, it, it's hard to win that fight if you can even win it at all. Uh, but here's what I know about Bobby. Um, you know, listen, Bobby, obviously a, a tremendous, tremendous football executive. Right. Uh, and, you know, people who have written uh, maybe not obituaries, but tributes to him talk about, you know, how Bobby just refused to be kind of like the norm. Uh, you know, he had bleach blonde hair. For those of you that don't remember, he didn't like to wear suits, wore shorts uh, and, and all that a lot. Very different than your typical executive. But that's because he really wasn't. I mean, he was an executive, but he was a scout. He was an he was a personnel guy. He knew football. He knew how to build teams, like what he did with the Miami Dolphins in the mid-70s. He worked hand-in-hand -hand with Don Shula to build that Miami Dolphins dynasty. And ironically, in you know, and I, I didn't remember this because I wasn't even born. In his first year with the Dolphins, they went undefeated in 72, as everybody knows, and who did they beat in the Super Bowl? I think you know, right? The team that ultimately later on he would build up. 
So Beathard working hand in hand with Don Shula, who, you know, is widely regarded, if not the best, the second best head coach of all time, building that dynasty uh, in Miami, 63 and 21 record, a couple of Super Bowl championships uh, during his six seasons in Miami. I mean, Don Shula talked uh, later on after that tenure ended, you know, about, you know, how Bobby made some mistakes. But he made fewer mistakes than most, was the quote. Uh, and, and that courtesy of the Washington Post, I didn't have that. Uh, but Shula kind of reminding everybody, you know, what kind of an eye for talent that Bobby Beathard had. Uh, then he came here in 1978 and until 1988. I think he retired, I want to say it was early 1989, or resigned, I should say, not retired. Uh, but it might have been late 88. And of course, what he built here was first hiring Joe Gibbs, who was not well known at that point. And what they built, of course, three wins ultimately in the Super Bowl. But Bobby's the last Super Bowl, Bobby wasn't the executive for. Okay. Uh, but he helped build that team. But they had three Super Bowl teams, one a loss and two wins. And we're going to talk about that second win for Bobby Beathard coming up. Okay. Again, he did not necessarily, he was not here for the final Super Bowl team, but he helped build that team. He helped build that team. Make no mistake about it. Um, and again, he shaped this franchise and built it into what it was from the George Allen days to the Jack Pardee days. Uh, and again, dealing with Jack Kent cook, the former owner and building this team into the dynasty that it became. And then after he brings in Gibbs, who at that point, is the San Diego Chargers offensive coordinator, and they build this whole program up, and they win, and they win, and they win, and they become the toast of the NFL, right? And RFK is rocking. They sign, uh, according to the Post, 83, uh, I'm sorry, 26 free agents in the eight, for the 83 Super Bowl championship team, right? And Bobby Bathard obviously has a heavy hand, and that's before total free agency. And all of the different amazing players that he brought in from Art Monk and Daryl Green, uh, again, ultimately bro both Hall of Famers, along with Bobby and Mark May and 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 uh, Russ Grimm and Joe Jacoby, uh, that they became the Hogs, and and that's all under Beathard's leadership until he left after the '88 season. So that's what the exact timeline was, uh, and then again. Washington won a Super Bowl, the last Super Bowl, a couple of years later. Beathard not here, but again, he had a heavy hand in building that and ultimately went to the Chargers and helped build them and take them uh, to another Super Bowl just a couple of years later. And Beathard became the third general manager, according to the Post, to be inducted in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2018. Again, this was 20, 
late 2018, I guess it was, that I last visited the, the Hall of Fame and, and was relaying some of the, uh, the greatness that I saw on display. And, of course, his bust. So Bobby Bethard, unfortunately, leaving us at the age of 86. Um, Jim Trotter's got a wonderful story at NFL.com of that weekend um, and, and how Bobby Bethard didn't realize because of his sickness, didn't exactly realize that while he was in Canton to celebrate his Hall of Fame induction, that he hadn't actually been inducted yet. Um, it's it's a really good story. I'm going to post it at LO Commanders, but I definitely think you should read it. Um, again, listen, you know, I, I'm just telling you what I've read and what I know and from people that I've talked to um, about Bobby. I, I just didn't know Bobby personally. Uh, so I don't have any firsthand knowledge and I'm not going to make like I do. Uh, but make no mistake about it. He, along with Joe Gibbs, and, you know, you got to give credit to Jack Kent Cook and obviously the players that ultimately turned out to be great, great, great players like Daryl Green, uh, Green and, and, and so on and so forth. Um, that's the, the backbone of this team. And think about it, right? I mean, again, won Super Bowls with different quarterbacks, right? And, and again, Bobby wasn't here for Mark Rippon in the last Super Bowl, but he sure was for Doug Williams and how that turned out. Joe Theismann, obviously. So think about that. Rest in peace, Bobby. Uh, we'll miss you. Uh, and um, we hope you're at peace. And this organization would obviously not be the same without you and without your contributions. The NFL would not either. Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio would not. The sport would not. Uh, and even though we never directly cross paths, I, I mean, I, I have nothing but respect and admiration for you. Uh, and again, wish you um, and your family uh, nothing but the, the the best of thoughts and, and, and we'll miss you. Uh, and, um, you know, just again, as, as somebody who means a lot to this organization that we care about and talk about and love and, and, and think about a lot, you know, we'll miss Bobby Bethard and the tributes have poured in from all over the NFL, from all sorts of his former teams and executives and, uh, the league and the pro football hall of fame. And again, rightfully so, rightfully so we'll miss you, Bobby. All right. Um, Again, we will post more at LO Commanders for anybody interested in reading that. Coming up next on Locked On Commanders, where was Ron Rivera on Wednesday? And why is it a little bit surprising? That's next on LOC. But first, this episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. That's right, FanDuel Sportsbook. Yeah, this year, the only app You'll need it. Your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner right in time for the big game. And FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in America, has you set. Download FanDuel now so you can get and bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back. That's right, $3,000 back in bonus bets 
if your first bet doesn't win. That's FanDuel. They let you bet on everything, money line of point spreads, uh, props, touchdowns. Also, you know the Super Bowl. They've got all sorts of props. Get in on the action and start having fun and winning money too. FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, super easy to use. Of course, it's super easy. It's Super Bowl week and Super Bowl time, the final football game of the year. So join FanDuel today and FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's right. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, guys, we are back. We're running a little bit late because of our tribute to Bobby Beathard. Hope everybody understands. Uh, just trying to navigate through that for the younger audience that wasn't as aware. And, you know, it may be even some of you that have forgotten, even if you were around and lived those glory days of the franchise. It was a long time ago, long time ago. Um, you know, 30 plus years ago is how uh, we'll label it. And in some cases, right around 40 years ago. So, uh, we, again, remember the life and the legacy of Bobby Beathard. Well, Ron Rivera, as you know, uh, struck up a little bit of controversy. We've talked about it. We're not going to relitigate it. Uh, it has blown up on social media, on the radio, what have you, about his playing in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. And, uh, you know, again, if he makes the cut, he's going to be there for four days. Then he's probably going to go to the Super Bowl in Phoenix, uh, do a little media tour there. Um you know, all the things that come around with being at a celebrity pro-am, especially one at Pebble Beach, uh, family, all that stuff during a very, very, very critical time of the NFL calendar, right? With the Senior Bowl, they need an offensive coordinator, so on. Well, and we should have probably thought about this. We knew that the commanders were interested in talking to Anthony Lynn, who this year worked with Kyle Shanahan. Uh, my guy Bobby Turner and the San Francisco 49ers coaching their running backs um, all the way up until and through last Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC Championship. So Ron, while going out to Northern California for the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, apparently decided, according to Ben Standig of the Athletic and Odyssey DC uh, and the Standing Room podcast, uh, Ron apparently drove from Pebble Beach down to San Francisco and met face-to-face -face with Anthony Lynn. Great. That's awesome. Now, listen, it still doesn't, it still does not, in my opinion, it still does not just brush aside that you can do business. Nobody said he was not going to be doing any, any business. What we said was it was bad timing to be playing four rounds potentially of golf and to be traveling all over the world. When you need an offensive coordinator, you haven't done, in my opinion, enough interviews. Maybe, you know, again, their opinion that they have. We differ on that, what have you. And maybe you should be at the Senior Bowl, even though a lot of your staff is. Again, you're the grand poobah of this football operation. This football operation is not good enough. Again, sorry. I'm sorry for feeling that way. Robert Griffin III feels that way as well. He said it was a not a great look. Just saying, okay? If you don't want to listen to me, fine. But Ron did meet face-to-face -face with Anthony Lynn, the former Los Angeles Chargers, or then partially the San Diego Chargers head coach, and as well, again, worked with San Francisco and Kyle and Bobby Turner uh, this past year, was in Detroit, 
was in Detroit for a year last year, was fired at the end of the year by Dan Campbell. He and Dan Campbell, for whatever reason, didn't mesh, didn't see eye to eye. I don't know what it was because Dan refused to talk about it. So I don't know if anybody has really scratched that surface about why it didn't work out. Otherwise, other than Detroit was not very good. This was not this past year, but of course in 2021. But he only lasted one year there, and that was the first year of the Dan Campbell era, right? And it just didn't work out, which was a little bit of a surprise. Can I tell you that Anthony Lynn would be a bad fit and a bad offensive coordinator? Of course not. Of course not. Is it an inspiring hire? Is it a guy that's going to make everybody feel galvanized? No, it's not. But if they want to hire Anthony Lynn, fine. And if Ron wants to justify, hey, I was out in the Bay Area, I did a little uh, personal hit. Look, they could have hopped on a plane anyway. They could have brought Anthony Lynn they could have kept them around after uh, Philadelphia. They could have met virtually. I mean, I'm sure they know each other from years and years and years of traveling the same circuit. It just so happened to be convenient for Ron to hop in the car, presumably, uh, and drive down and meet with Anthony Lynn face-to-face. Good luck. I mean, nothing wrong with that. I'm glad they met. It does not absolve completely Ron Rivera not being at the Senior Bowl and not being back at the facility and instead participating in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am uh, all this weekend and then doing probably, again, a celebrity media tour next week in Phoenix at the Super Bowl. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, need, I, I need you to turn over every stone. And I need you to look at every bit of tape and every analytic that you possibly can. It's hard to do that when you're traveling and playing golf. Hard to do that. I can't say it's impossible. It's really hard to do that. All right. We come back, close up shop here on the Locked On Commanders uh, podcast with a note on Deron Payne. And is there any bigger decision than he that the commanders have to deal with this offseason? We'll tell you what ESPN had to say next on the Locked On Commanders podcast. But first, this episode of Locked On Commanders is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. That's right, Prize Picks and PrizePicks.com. Yo, does it work, you ask? Well, a, a little change of pace here, right? Right in time for the Super Bowl. Pick between two and six players. And if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money. Obviously, the more players you pick and the more projections you get right, you are going to win more of your money and up to 25 times your money. So there is no competing against other people. It's you versus the prize picks projection that are set forward. You pick the players. You can watch any sport. You can follow any player from any sport, including the upcoming Super Bowl. Uh, and as well, NHL, NBA, and PGA Tour is back and in full swing. Men's college basketball and more. Currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit 100, Prize Picks is going to give you 100. If you deposit 50, Prize Picks is going to give you 50. Don't forget to use the promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. All right, we are wrapping up shop here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. Just a couple of minutes 
uh, left. So uh, ESPN did this uh, NFL free agency biggest re-signing decisions for all 32 teams. And surprise, John Kime of ESPN, my guy, uh, picked Deron Payne. Obviously, that is very clear, okay? I think we all know that. I think they're going to go franchise tag. Ultimately, could they surprise me and get a long-term deal done? Sure. I do not see any way where they do not tag him at the very minimum. Now, could they possibly try and trade him if a team knocks them off their feet? Sure. Absolutely. Especially when you consider that they have upcoming contract situations with Montez Sweat, right? Who's going into the fifth year option that they picked up and the final year of his deal. And safety Cam Curl, who we talked about on the last episode, along with his dad, is squawking on Twitter and wanting big money. He goes into the fourth year of his rookie deal and the final year. And they have to make a decision on Chase Young, not for 2023, but for 2024. A lot of guaranteed money on the line as a fifth-year option for Chase Young, the former number two overall pick. So they have all of these other issues to deal with. Plus, they got to improve their offensive line. They got to figure out what they're going to do with quarterbacks, so on and so forth. But Deron Payne is, again, the easy one. Again, they're not. That's the big decision. Uh, they've got to deal with all these other decisions. They got to figure out who they're keeping on the defensive line. I got it. I think they'll find a way to at least keep the band together for one more year. After that, I think it's you know, basically all hands on deck. Who knows what's going to happen? Now, the only reasonable name that, you know, you could probably throw out there would be Taylor Heineke. But come on. I mean, Taylor Heineke's not Deron Payne in terms of talent, impact, what have you. Around the NFC East, Saquon Barkley was the Giants' choice. He's a free agent. Tony Pollard coming off of a gnarly injury in the playoffs. He was the Cowboys' choice. And C.J. Gardner-Johnson of the NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles were the Eagles' choice in the rest of the division. And before we leave you... Again, a happy 35th anniversary to Doug Williams and the 87 world champion Washington NFL franchise. Doug, Timmy Smith, the rest of the boys pulled away from the Denver Broncos down 10 nothing at uh, in, in San Diego at Jack Murphy Stadium or then Jack Murphy Stadium. Uh, he became the first black quarterback to start and, of course, win a Super Bowl. And 35 years later, being remembered. This week, as he rightfully should, I love Doug. I'm going to try and get him on uh, the show next week, uh, see if we can work that out schedule-wise. And, of course, it's kind of ironic or fitting that we celebrate that. And then Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, two black quarterbacks facing off in the Super Bowl uh, for the first time, I believe it is, uh, in the history of the Super Bowl next Sunday in Glendale, Arizona. So congratulations, uh, to Doug. And of course, again, that's how we kind of wrap up the show. Bobby Bethard was the executive on that team, along with Joe Gibbs, who helped build and shape that roster and pick Doug and cultivate Doug and get Doug and Timmy and all those guys to win another Super Bowl for the Washington NFL franchise. All right. Thanks again for making the Locked On Commanders podcast your first listen and view of the day. Now make your second listen and view the Locked On NFL podcast, bringing you the local insights you love to the national spotlight with daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories. It's Locked On NFL, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, again, David is live at the Senior Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. We're populating the podcast there that they're doing for Locked On NFL Draft. Uh, make sure you follow my SI.com's Commander Country. I'll be back. 
uh, and manning the fort from here in D.C. as news warrants, of course. Uh, we'll see what happens on a Thursday in terms of the offensive coordinator. Uh, otherwise, we'll be planning on doing a show on Friday afternoon, just for the record and just for scheduling, as we've been doing through much of the football season. So stay tuned uh, for all that. If you want to hop in, it's locked on Washington Commanders at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter, at LO Commanders. Again, for David Harrison, who's in Mobile, SI.com's Fan Nation and Commander Country, I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell Amanda Hurst Show on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Please be kind to one another, be safe to one another. There's too many guns out there, too many maniacs out there. Please, please, please take care of each other. Uh, and thank you for joining us right here on the Locked On Commanders podcast. RIP Bobby Beathard.